your mind controls your body. Your body does not control your mind. And so you need to train your mind to do that. And to go a little bit briefly into my background, there's one time I did not think this way, but I changed my thinking. And actually everything I've accomplished in my life pretty much happened after the age of 35 years old. And you have to keep seeking people and ways to overcome whatever it is you're going through. And uh, I was very fortunate to you know, find Gus, find, find the right person to help me. And that's what happened. Otherwise, I would have never made it back. You know, you just keep going and you keep striving and find a way, find a way to succeed. I'm Jamie Mo Crazy, and you're listening to Life Gets Mo Crazy, where we'll hear from people who either been through a trauma or helped someone else through it. Listen and learn strategies you can implement in your life so when a metaphorical avalanche slides you down the mountain of life, you can climb an alternative peak with the best view. I am here today with Lance Davis, who is an accomplished world-class powerlifter, author, certified sports and clinical hypnotherapist, actor, motivational speaker, and he has defied so many odds, which are super exciting to hear about how he has climbed alternative peaks in his life. So I'm so excited that you're here, Delance. Well, thanks, Jamie. I'm excited to be here. It's very good to be on the show, and I'm looking forward to our chat. Yes, me as well. So let's get started with one of your big traumas when you were in a serious auto accident that severely injured your back, and doctors told you you would never power lift again. Take me back to that moment. Sure. And to give you just a little bit of background on that, I started competing in powerlifting in 2002, and I did pretty well. I broke several re- world records in different federations, and in uh, 2005, I sustained a very serious car accident. It was uh, very serious, and I was used to going into the gym and doing you know, 600-plus deadlifts. All of a sudden, I went in. I couldn't get 300 pounds off the ground, and you know, I knew something was seriously wrong. I got an MRI and uh, found out I had a herniated slash bulging disc. And I didn't give up on myself, though. I said to myself, I'm going to overcome this somehow. I'm going to find a way and I'm going to overcome it. So I started looking for help. I went to several doctors here in Utah to do therapy uh, which through them was uh, not effective. In fact, I was told I would never power lift again. I wasn't ever going to be able to lift heavy enough to compete. I wasn't ever going to have the life I had before, uh, but I would not accept that as an answer. And I uh, was able to talk to a very good friend of mine. His name was Gus Reswich. He is the president of the World Association of Benchers and Deadlifters, very good friend of mine. You know, Gus told me, if you contact this doctor in Oregon, he's one of the best in the world, he's going to help you out. So I did that. I sent him my information. He looked at it, got back to me, and he told me what to do. I started doing module therapy, 
And I was very, very consistent about doing it. I would do it every day. I still do it to this day. What is module therapy? Module therapy is a way of stretching, certain stretches um, that will help help your back recover through that particular injury. Uh, but apparently, not a lot of people know about it. Not a lot of people possibly do it correctly. You know, because like I said, I'd gone to numerous doctors here in Utah, and I wasn't able to get the help I needed. But I found the right help, and I started doing that kind of therapy. So within six months of doing it, I was back up in the high 500s on my deadlift. And I felt, hey, I'm going to start competing again. So in uh, 2009, I did the USA Nationals in Phoenix, Arizona in the WABDL. And I finished first in my division. I broke a state record at a 557 deadlift. And uh, this was after four years of a you know, not being able to lift 300 pounds off the ground. And I've been competing uh, for 13 years since then and been uh, pretty successful at it. In fact, I just did a meetup in Idaho Falls uh, just over Labor Day weekend in the AWPC, which is a powerlifting organization. I broke the world record in the deadlift in my division. And um, yeah, so that went pretty well. And um, last year, I was actually inducted into the World Association of Benchers and Deadlifters Hall of Fame. So I really have to give a big thanks to Gus. And I really have to thank a lot of people who have supported me. And, you know, I had to change my thinking because I know at a time in my life, I would have never been able to do this. I, I didn't have the belief I could overcome something uh, so so severe, especially when you get told by somebody who's supposed to be an expert that you're not going to be able to do it. But it did happen, and I'm very glad. And I plan on competing another 20 years, maybe more. We'll see. Nice. So two of the big points you brought up is you have to have your own personal belief that you can climb an alternative peak, you can overcome it, and then it's nice to get help. And when you're getting help, some of the help might not actually be help. So you might be reaching out to people and looking for help and getting answers that you don't feel are right or you don't agree with your situation. So you just need to keep looking to find the help that actually is beneficial for you. Oh, absolutely. That is uh, completely 100% true. You know, first off, like you said, you have to have uh, that inner belief in yourself. You have to have that belief that you can overcome things, that you can accomplish things. Your mind controls your body. Your body does not control your mind. And so you need to train your mind to do that. And to go a little bit briefly into my background, there's one time I did not think this way, but I changed my thinking. And actually everything I've accomplished in my life pretty much happened after the age of 35 years old. And you have to keep seeking people and ways to overcome whatever it is you're going through. And uh, I was very fortunate to you know, find Gus, find find the right person to help me, and that's what happened. Otherwise, I would have never made it back. You know, you just keep going and you keep striving and find a way, find a way to succeed. Yeah. And so one of the other things you mentioned um, was to set 
little goals, like working on your, your stretching, as you mentioned, um, they were tangible things that you could accomplish, attainable goals to reach some of your growth goals. So your growth goal was to lift 600 pounds again instead of 300 pounds, but you couldn't do that. So instead of really focusing on just the end result, you need to find a way to break it down and work through the little steps to reach the end result. Oh yeah, that is absolutely true. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you're in business, you, uh, make pennies first and then you're going to make dollars, but you've got to do all the steps. You can't, um, you know, miss any of the steps that are going to get you to your ultimate goal. Um, in my book, for example, I have a chapter, uh, about having a plan and you need to have a plan to succeed at anything you do. And you need, need to lay a foundation. You need to follow it. You need to be consistent. You need to believe in yourself again, of course, but you've got to do all the little things right, you know, and you've got to enjoy uh, the journey. I have another chapter called have fun. And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're doing, you're not going to be as successful at it. And, uh, you know, I know, I know Jamie about your background and you know, what you've gone through and, and you are absolutely amazing. I'm so impressed on what you've accomplished. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So you brought up Get Your Head in the Game, your book. Let's talk about that. Oh, sure. Um, this is a book I wrote. Um, I believe it got published in uh, 2014 called, again, Get Your Head in the Game. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And um, I, I was always fascinated with the mind and I used to read a lot of books myself. You may be familiar with a lot of them, uh, like Think and Grow Rich, Greatest Salesman in the World, The Psychology of Winning, Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And so I studied this a lot. And I wanted to help other people. So I had a goal to write a book, and I did. And um, it's about mental strategies for athletic performance. Um, it's got, uh, I believe, about 20 five, 26 chapters. It's a, you know, a good, easy read. And I really concentrated on all things that could help people improve in uh, sports performance through their mind. And uh, the, I think something that's important to say about this book, you can also use the strategies to succeed in other areas of your life, whether it's uh, business, uh, having a goal to get a college degree, or anything else. Yeah, you can use those same strategies and apply them to other uh, parts of your life. That's great. And do you use that book with your um, hypnotherapy? Oh, yes, absolutely. I use a lot of the um, techniques in it to help people overcome things. I've mostly worked with athletes and uh, helped them out. Yeah, and I, I wonder how it would work with brain injury survivors, because as a brain injury survivor, you have to rewire your brain, your synaptic connections, um, as you were saying, and, and that comes from neuroplasticity, which comes from building habits and repeating the motions over and over again in order to rewire your brain. Oh, I would highly recommend that to somebody who is going through that situation, uh, because you're you're talking about improving through the power of the mind. So you need to train the mind to be 
you know, thinking and, and for you to be doing the correct things to overcome it. And then you need to get into their subconscious. And so you, you're putting into their subconscious mind the things they need to improve. So if I was to, you know, work with somebody like that, I'd need to, you know, have an interview with them, of course, and find out what's going on. And then we try to work on all those things to help them improve and help them understand that. And uh, yeah, that would be absolutely great for anybody who's going through that kind of thing. Yeah. And you have a certification in dynamic nutrition. How did that play a role in your recovery and what you teach others? Well, I know, Jamie, you've been at world-class levels in skiing. You know how tough it is. I mean, people out there just, you know, come out of nowhere and they're just doing incredible things. And when you get to that higher level, you've got to have every avenue possible to be the best. So when I started coming back, I was very, very conscious of my diet. And if uh, somebody was uh, taking the same journey I was or, or a similar journey in another sport, I'd say, get a very good uh, nutrition and uh, food plan to help help you do that. And that will make a difference. Yeah, it does make a huge difference. And if you're working really hard to rebuild your life after a trauma or a brain injury, pay attention to what you're putting into your body. So many people throughout my whole recovery have said, you're so lucky that your mom had the education that she did. My mom, Grace Mosey, uh, it has a master's in psychology. She studied early childhood brain development. She's a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine and in, certified in nutrition. Um, but one of the things that was so important in my recovery process was nutrition. When the feeding tube was taken off, I had food brought into the hospital for every meal that I was eating at the time. I needed the most simple, whole substances. So I needed like just plain chicken with no herbs for a protein, or I needed plain spinach. Again, no herbs, no dressing, nothing like that, because the different flavors of the dressings and herbs would overstimulate my brain. And you do need to consume simple food, but you don't want highly saturated or processed food because there's direct correlation between the nutrition that you're consuming and the outcomes that you're receiving. Yeah, absolutely. You really nailed it on the head. And I also liked how you started out talking about how you got the best help. And apparently you were very fortunate to have a mother who was so knowledgeable and pass that on to you. And uh, yeah, when you talk about uh, the nutrition again, it's not just for high-level athletes. It's uh, for everybody. And that's why we built the Mo Crazy Strong Foundation as well as this podcast is because I was incredibly fortunate with all the luck that I had in my recovery. But other individuals can receive that luck as well. They can make the changes. They can sign on to Mo Crazy Method programs. Like you were mentioning, find ways to get help, maybe going to you for hypnotherapy, like just finding ways and, and hearing, hearing that you can have a recovery. Well, you're absolutely spot on again. And, uh, you know, I've had my ups and downs. You know, so I had a fractured back in high school and I, I have scoliosis and, you know, and I had my severe accident, but I'm, I'll tell you, Jamie, I wouldn't change my past for anything. I've learned so much from it and how to help other people. And I'm grateful for the 
you know, trials I've had during my life. And I'm immensely grateful for being able to overcome them and the help that I've received. And um, speaking of ups and downs, everybody has a lot of ups and downs in their life. And, and some are visible, um, like your car accident or my brain injury were pretty in-your-face visible traumas. However, there's other days when you just wake up and you just don't feel good. What helps you get out of bed and go on with your day when you're having those moments? Well, it's all in your mindset. You just have to, you know, be positive and look forward to the day and uh, treat every day as an adventure. One thing I try to always do is when I wake up on Monday morning, I'm looking forward to Mondays. Most of us wake up to Mondays, we're all, oh man, Monday, the weekend's over, we have to start work again. Oh, this is awful. But I, I try to always wake up Monday with a big smile on my face. And I'm looking forward to what I can accomplish that day and throughout the week. And do you have any tips to put you in the mindset of waking up on a Monday? Like it, you're not in the mood. Is there anything that you do to put yourself in the mood? Well, I, you know, sit back and say to myself, I don't want to have this negative attitude today. I want to do something important in my life. And then I'll just think of, people and things they've accomplished and use that as motivation. You know, I, I think about what you've done, Jamie, and that is absolutely amazing. I feel like I went through a lot of trauma, but I mean, you almost, as I understand it, almost actually died and you have come back and been so successful. And I look at other people's accomplishments and, you know, there's Anthony Robles. He was a wrestler who was born with one leg. He won the NCAA championships in wrestling. And there was Jim Abbott. He was born with one hand and he became a major league baseball pitcher. He was a good one through a no hitter. He, you know, he's done amazing things. I mean, there's just nothing we can't do if we have the right mindset. So if I wake up one day and I'm feeling down, feeling sorry for myself, say, Hey, look at these guys, look what they did. You know, my, my things weren't as challenging. I didn't, almost die like Jamie did. I, I mean, I was in a bad accident. I was pretty banged up, but, uh, I, um, wasn't as, you know, close to that happening as you were. And, you know, I admire you for what you've overcome. So I, I think about other people and what they've gone through and that gets me going. So you recognize that you're feeling upset, but you don't want to stay upset. So you find inspiration to kind of feed off of different stories and inspiration that you can overcome your day, climb your alternative peak and get on with life. Sure. And you know what, again, I look for inspiration from others and, um, and through myself. And I always remember too, you know, we're kind of a slave to our habits, good habits and bad habits. And we know if we let ourselves get into that uh, negative thinking where we're going to have an awful day and we're going to stay upset, it'll, it can become a habit and that's not a good habit. So we need to, you know, make good habits, be positive, think good about ourselves and others and help others. And, you know, and that's how you do it. And uh, sometimes I'll write things down for me to read, to remind me, you know, I might write something down, say, be positive today. You can do it. And when I wake up and I'm not feeling a little down, I'll look at that and say, okay, 
it's time time to get busy. Exactly. And um, when you're rewiring your brain after a brain injury, you can build good habits or build bad habits. And it comes from intentional purpose of what you are doing, what choices you're making, what attainable goals you're setting to push yourself. If you just allow yourself to sit on the couch and do nothing and have all these deficits and you accept that and let it happen, you will build negative habit. So you do have the power to be able to rewire your brain after a brain injury. And you have the power to be able to rewire your brain at any time because we know now medically any person can rewire their brain at any time. Absolutely. Again, you're 100% correct, Jamie. We, you know, we all have the power to be successful and to think that way. But yeah, you have to have a plan and you have to stick to it and you've got to watch yourself. It's very easy to get into negative habits. Most people are negative thinkers, unfortunately. And so, yeah, we need to think positive. It doesn't matter, you know, what anybody's gone through. Like you said, anybody is capable of changing their mind for success. Yes. And and something that's important to touch on about success is I believe success is doing your own personal best and living your own personal best life that you want to be living. So sometimes what is best for you is not necessarily just what society thinks is successful. If you are happy with yourself and doing your own personal best, that is what is success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, success is defined by each person, their goals and what they want to do. Everyone can reach them. And uh, we all have different goals and you have to find a goal that makes you happy, not other people happy. Yes. And so we are listening to Lance, who has broken more than 75 state records, 14 national records and 12 world records and was inducted into the World Association of Benchers and Deadlifters, W-A-B-D-L, Hall of Fame on November 1st, 2022. So, Lance, thank you so much for joining us. And are there any lasting pieces of advice you'd like to leave our audiences with? Sure, absolutely. And first, I'd like to thank you, Jamie, for having me on the show. Again, I admire you greatly. You've done some amazing things. And I'd just like to tell all uh, the listeners out there to go after your goals, whatever they may be, set your goals, whatever that you want them to be, and you can achieve them. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not capable of doing it because you are, you know, believe in yourself, help, help yourself and help other people. And I wish you all the best. And if you ever want to uh, read my book, it's, called Get Your Head of the Game. It's on Amazon. Um, If you wanted to uh, contact me, I'm at www.lancedavismotivationalspeaker.com. That's my website. And I'd love to hear from you. And I wish everybody a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to Life Gets Mo Crazy. I hope you learned some new ways to climb an alternative peak after an unexpected trauma by listening to this episode. 
If you loved it, which I really hope you did, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your family and friends. If you would like to follow my Mo Crazy Life, well, you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or my Facebook accounts at Jamie Mo Crazy or hashtag Mo Crazy Strong. So stay tuned for our next episode. Each episode is the last Friday of each month. And in every episode, you will learn something special and something new on how to climb an alternative peak. So thanks again for tuning in and go have a mo crazy life until we talk again.